welcome to We Live on a Planet. I am your host, Patrick. Thank you so much for joining me on this Thursday, October 28th, 2021. It is Thursday, early morning here in central New York, right in the beautiful city of Oswego, New York, in the nice warm studios of We Live on a Planet. It's warm, nice and cozy. Heat's been on. The heat might come on during this episode. Who knows? This is episode 517. We're going to title this one New Beginnings. Yeah, New Beginnings. It's 43 degrees currently. Feels like 41. Highs are going to be about 55 degrees Fahrenheit. We'll take that. Winds are out of the southwest, 4 miles per hour. I was saying no rain in the forecast today or tomorrow, which is good. I have some yard work that needs to be addressed before the snowflakes start falling, which, geez, won't be long. October's already almost over. All right, when we come back, we have our quote. We'll also go over to the History Channel's website and we'll learn a couple facts today. And I'll share just some thoughts, ideas, a little bit of what's going on in my life. Listen to a little bit of GarageBand right now, a tune I created a little while ago. It was fun creating it. All right, stick around when we be, when, when we come back, we'll do our thing. If I can spit it out, we'll be right back. And we are back. We are back. And my friend, the co-host, the heat just clicked on. You can't hear it. I know you can't. I can hear it through my headphones. I've been told by some listeners they think they can hear it. Other ones say they can't hear it. Other, uh, We're just going to not even worry about it. We're going to go with the flow. The Roadcaster Pro is working fine. It's a new one feels good that you can hear me. I'm so excited that you don't have to have your volume cranked up to be able to hear me. All right, here's our quote. It's from an unknown author, once again unknown. Maybe I better start getting quotes with known authors. doesn't really matter, I don't think. We're just sharing ideas. We live on a planet that is always unscripted, unedited, one and done. We're here just having a good time, having fun. Just a couple friends talking. All right, new beginnings and new opportunities are on the way. You just have to keep seeing and believing beyond your current circumstances. Unknown. Could barely hear the rusty gong that time. New beginnings and new opportunities are on the way. You just have to keep seeing and believing beyond your current circumstances. And that's true for me right now because I just got a call from the mental health office that I go to the other day and I thought they were going to be rescheduling my doctor's appointment once again because they do that to me all the time with my doctor. And I really, I don't like that. When you're in the mental health world, 
that bubble, you don't always get the help you need. And it's hard. You have to really be your own advocate. And so they called the other day and they're like, yeah, we're calling about your appointment with your doctor coming up November 5th. Um, the doctor, he's not leaving, but he's only going to be seeing, seeing inpatients now. So we said he, we have talked about it and he thought a good fit would be this new person that I'm going to be seeing who is a nurse practitioner. And, uh, I have some intrepidations about it. I mean, some of my best physicals and most thorough physicals were done by nurse practitioners and the most caring care that I've ever had was done by nurse practitioners. So I'm trying to keep an open mind and keep believing that uh, this new beginning is a new opportunity for something different maybe. But uh, it's very, it was very frustrating to constantly be getting calls and being pushed out for yet another appointment with my doctor. So maybe seeing this nurse practitioner that I'm going to be seeing once a month won't be constantly being put off. I see two people. I see the, my doctor, who's now going to be the nurse practitioner, and then also my counselor or my therapist. So one is for like med therapy, one to get your drugs and all that, and then one to talk. And um, if you follow the show, you know that I've been telling you that I've been opening it up slowly to Hannah, and that's working nicely for me. And Just being able to open up feels good as it is. I'm feeling somewhat better anyways. Yay. Hooray, feeling somewhat better. And I did not end up getting a cold. So super hooray, super huzzah. Did not, I thought I was, but it must have been just post-nasal drip, something going on right now. Tis the season here in up central New York. The trees are all changing and falling, and I feel it a little bit in my throat right now, and I thought I was... Like I said, getting sick, but I did not get sick, which is awesome. All right, stick around. When we come back, we'll ramble a little bit more. I got a lot more to talk about. We'll be right back. And we're back. I just want to shout out to Jamaica. Yeah, man. I love Jamaica beautiful country uh, beautiful island Jamaica we are ranked number three was our peak position that's where we peaked at last I checked I think I was ranked number 12th in the personal journal section I miss Jamaica I went there we went there for our honeymoon my wife and I and we stayed at the Sandals result resort and sandals is the way to go. I don't know. I wouldn't get my money's worth now, though, because I don't drink. <laughs> I would eat a lot, and I'd gain a lot of weight, I bet. Speaking of weight, I've been putting some weight back on, which feels good. I was. It felt really good to be down as thin as I was and to see my abs and all that, but 
162. I'm six foot and 162 was just too small. I felt too thin. My clothes, everything was falling off. I had to have just belt on always and I'm putting my winter coat on slowly. <laughs> I don't want to get overboard though because I, I got up to 190 whatever and that's too big. So, yeah, I want that happy medium. So, like I said, I I did not get a cold. I've been feeling a little bit better. I'm trying to cut down on coffee as not to get my CVS, my cyclic vomiting syndrome. I'm trying to take heed from my wife and my friend, Radio Mylar, who is my uh, go-to... Go like person that helps motivate me more than he knows. So he left me a message over on Instagram the other day saying, you know, I thought your 10 minute podcast was just fine. It wasn't a train wreck. I thought it was a train wreck. I'm, I'm my own worst enemy. We are our own worst enemies, but I didn't do facts and I didn't do history. I didn't do any of that. I just wasn't feeling it, but Slowly, surely, I'm trying to cut down coffee. I know I just jumped around topics there, but it's not easy as I'm on my second cup this morning. And let me take a sip, being that I just said that. Oh, that's good. I have to go get creamer, though. I can't can't drink coffee black. I will, like, if I'm visiting somebody, because I never want to put anybody out. So, like, if they're like, what, how do you want your coffee? I'll be like, oh, I'll just take it black, and I'll power through it. But usually I like my coffee pretty sweet. So I don't know what the deal. Something's going on with, um, no, not that. Access denied. Yeah, access denied by Radio Public. They are not uploading my episodes for some reason. The last one they uploaded was episode 511. And this is episode 517 that we're working on right now. And so Radio Public, I don't know what is going on. I have left them several emails at the help the help desk, and I haven't heard back from them at all. So their service is terrible. I'm trying to, you know, you trying to reach Radio Public has just been, it's terrible. So I apologize if you listen through Radio Public, you're wondering how come, well, you can't hear me. You only think that I stopped at episode 511. Uh, The woes of podcasting, that has happened to me before where you remember maybe where we had an issue where Anchor was down for me and I couldn't, it wasn't showing me as a podcast at all. Speaking of podcasts, it's so strange. I know I just said it earlier, but it is strange to be making a podcast on a Thursday morning after years of making podcasts on Mondays and Fridays. To be out here talking to you on a Thursday feels good. It's different. Speaking of that, our history will be different. Because our this day of history kept uh, repeating quite a bit. So, oh, I finally 
Let me tell you, I'll tell you when we come back. We'll be right back. It's a cliffhanger. That's how we have you come back. Yeah, so welcome back. Um, so I finally did it. I finally paired my drone, my DJI Mavic Mini. I finally paired that, and uh, it was like, yay, thank you. It was like uh, baby steps. It took me steps. I had to, like, I took the bag out that I had my drone in, took the drone out of the package, unzipped the package, opened it up, walked away from it, and that was day one. <laughs> yeah, and then um, day two, I decided to um, just jump off the cliff and go forward and do what I had to do to pair that drone. I haven't flown it. I haven't had any weather to be able to fly it to test it. So I'm hoping tomorrow, as long as the weather, today or tomorrow, as long as the weather holds out, I'll be able to get that bird up in the air and fly it around and zap it around and make sure it's working fine. I want to get the DGI fly protection care, whatever it's called. Um, it's allowed me to get drones re replaced for free. Unfortunately, this is my third drone without my fault. I haven't crashed it. I haven't, it hasn't been error use. It's just been the drone itself. Good thing DGI takes good care of you, just like Road took care of me and gave me a new roadcaster they just sent me a new drone no questions asked really so well a little question if you remember i had to say to the person i initially talked to because she wanted me to troubleshoot the drone and i was like no 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 we're not troubleshooting this drone i have a protection on it to where you send me a new one just send me a whole new one and that's what happened all right um what are we going to do? Uh, let's buzz by this one real quick. And when we come back, we're going to learn something. We'll be right back. All right. We are over at the History Channel's website on my phone and uh, we're going to just pull up and just kind of skim the fat, the potpourri, a little taste of what happened on this day of history. And here's one. In 1965, the St. Louis Gateway Arch is completed. I've never seen that, but it's 630 foot high. Parole Parola, par, of stainless steel. Am I saying that right? Parabola, parabola, parabola. My producer doesn't care if I say things right or wrong. They're not paying attention. They're always sleeping, half asleep. All right. <laughs> okay, here we go. Next one, 19th century. Also on this day in 19th century, the Statue of Liberty is dedicated. That's cool. My wife and I just saw something yesterday on the History Channel about the Statue of Liberty. 
and the gentleman who designed it and made it and the whole process of building the Statue of Liberty all erecting it in Paris and then having to take it all down piece by piece and then put back together and how France paid for the statue and America paid for the pedestal. It's just, it was really interesting. So that happened in 1886, 1886. Here's one in U.S. government, 1919, Congress enforces prohibition. I just can't even imagine living where they're like, you're not allowed to drink. I don't drink anyways, but I can't imagine just them shutting down America and saying, you know, no drinking. It's the birth of NASCAR, though. Prohibition brought on the birth of NASCAR. Look it up. Okay, um... World War II, 1940. Italy invades Greece. Mussolini's army. October 28th, 1940. All right, here's one Cold War. We're kind of, feels like we're in a Cold War again with our own Americans. 1962, Nikita Khrushchev orders withdrawal of missiles from Cuba. Ending the Cuban Missile Crisis. That was a close one. That We became real close to a nuclear war. Art, literature, and film history. 1905, George Bernard, George Bernard Shaw, who I've heard of, but I've never heard of Mrs. Warren's profession. It's performed in New York. I guess it's a play. Never heard of it, but... um. Here's one in crime. He, you wouldn't think he's a criminal, but in 1961, Chuck Berry goes on trial for the second time. The second so-called Apache trial begins for rock and roller Chuck Berry. You can look into that more on this day of history. Invention in science, 1992. Leif Erikson's Tunnel is completed. It's 1,593 miles on I-35 in Minnesota. And then that looks like that's about it for this day of history. And also, it looks like the heat. It doesn't look like, it sounds like the heat just turned off, which is groovy because that always makes sound a lot better so hooray so we got a little wrinkle on our brain we're gonna learn a little bit more when we come back stick around we'll be right back and we are back and we are at the fact site and I was curious, and I wonder if you're curious, why do we eat candy on Halloween? Remember trick-or-treating, how fun that was? I remember going as Gene Simmons from KISS one year back in the 70s. Do you remember those vinyl masks and the vinyl costumes, the masks? They smelled real funny. 
and the vinyl costumes that you wore, they smelled real funny. Yeah. It's hard to imagine a time where Halloween wasn't centered around consuming as much candy as humanly possible, but believe it or not, the two haven't always gone together. In fact, it's actually only pretty recent that candy was first given out on Halloween. So did how did Halloween become a thing anyways? People didn't always dress up and go trick-or-treating, nor was the holiday always called Halloween. Celtic pagans in Ireland and Scotland celebrated Sam, Sam Ham, Sam Hammon, more than a thousand years ago, a festival that took place over three days and three nights. I'm probably saying that wrong. It's S-A-M-H-A-I-N. It was held at the end of the harvest season, and it was said that the the barrier between the world and the spirit world was at its weakest. People would go around and dress up in costumes to protect themselves from roaming spirits. It was also common to leave out treats on your doorstep to ward away evil. And then Halloween became... Or, and then it became Halloween, and we got candy, right? Not quite. (laughs) When Christianity was forced into the Celts in Ireland and Scotland, many of their festivals were were rebranded to fit within the Christian image. And Sahaman didn't escape this treatment. The The first day became All Hallows Eve, the next day All Saints Day, and the final day was All Souls Day. With the changes, people began to make a sweet treat called soul cakes. Going souling meant visiting wealthy homes and being given soul cakes in return for praying for occupants' deceased relatives. Children would often get involved and also go out and tell jokes or sing for some sweet treats. Alright, so when did it become... Halloween. The tradition came to the U.S. in the 19th century with immigrants from Ireland and Scotland. Over this time, All Hallows' Eve morphed into Halloweenin, and then Halloween. So the U.S. finally had Halloween, and many people were celebrating it by the 20th century, but it was still pretty different. Teenagers would go around playing pranks and adults would throw parties, yet candy still wasn't associated with Halloween at all. There was there was even candy around at this point, but instead, Halloween was more focused on seasonal foods and treats like pumpkin pies or candy apples. Trick-or-treating only became popular in the U.S. in the 1930s but there was still no candy involved even then kids would walk home walk to homes in their neighborhood and only get boring treats like fruit fruits nuts baked good and small change i'll take the change um and no small wonder the bored teenagers would go around pranking more back more often back then the treats were hardly good enough to convince them otherwise <laughs> So what what is it? Wasn't wasn't candy good or anything? Yeah, candy. You could you could argue, you know, candy apples and stuff. 
but Halloween involved candy for long, uh, excuse me, Halloween involved candy for longer, but you try to convince a, convince a kid that with an argument. That said, that made no sense. That said, candy has been in the U.S. since the 18th century. So it's not like people weren't celebrating Halloween with candy because they didn't have it. It's just that candy companies hadn't thought of it yet. Oh, it took candy companies to come in and do just like what happened to Christmas. All right. Stick around when we come back. I'm going to try to struggle a little bit more about how candy companies come into this. We'll be right back. I hope I didn't confuse you. We'll be right back. And we are back. All right. So we were struggling through candy, Halloween, trick-or-treating, and then... uh, I don't know what happened. We stumbled, we fell, but we got back up, we brushed ourselves off, and now we, how do candy companies come into this? Like many great American traditions, this one didn't start without corporate interference. Of course, candy companies had by this point managed to convince people to buy boxes of candies at Christmas and eat chocolate Easter, Easter eggs instead of decorating hard-boiled eggs. It was almost too easy for them, but they simply haven't thought of it. It wasn't until the 1950s that the candy companies caught on to the idea and started making bite-sized variations of their popular candies. Suburban housewives couldn't have been happier. These new treats were convenient, didn't require any preparation, and kept lousy, lousy teenagers from egging their houses. By the 1970s, it was pretty much inexcusable to offer some sort of non-candy treat to trick-or-treaters, and doing so would nearly always be met with a devious prank. (laughs) So, why do we eat candy on Halloween? Well, you could always go and blame the Irish, the Scottish, or the Christians. Somebody's always to blame, right? You could also blame corporate America, bratty teenagers, and bored suburban housewives. That's so sexist. I didn't write that. It's a little bit of all, but most of us, it's because times changed and non-candy treats became a pretty sad substitute. Whatever the reason, we have a feeling that eating candy on Halloween is here to stay. That was our Halloween scary music, I guess. Yeah, this one went by pretty quick. It was a lot of fun to have you over here at We Live on a Planet for this Thursday, October 28th. It might not be Thursday when you listen to this, but that doesn't matter. You're time traveling right now, either Well, you can't be in forward in time. You're back in time right now, I guess. (laughs) I don't know what I'm saying. I have no clue. The red button or the red light is on. And so I just. (laughs) 
Oh, thank you so much for your most valuable gift. I say it every time. It's your time. The most valuable gift you could ever give me, your time. Tell a friend about We Live on a Planet. If you're in Jamaica, shout out to the Jamaican people. I love them. They're beautiful people. We're ranked third, ranked peak position three there. Yaman. I love it. Damn. Hard to believe. We reach all over the globe with We Live on a Planet. All right. Tell a friend. Head on over to my website, too. WLOAP.com. From there, you can reach me on all the outlets that you'd like to find me at. All right. Take care. Peace. Do your best to stay curious and not judgmental today. Thank you.